With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. Ah, and so it begins again. Another night. And there goes deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Gary Sanchez drove one in the seats and left over the auxiliary scoreboard. The Sanchino. Gary's a big stick. Sanchez and the Yankees take a 4 nothing lead. And now they're banging each other. You know, I figured when we were talking a lot about Sanchez around the year 2016-2017, it would be Mark Sanchez leading the Jets to a Super Bowl, finally being able to overcome his early career struggles, become the franchise quarterback. We all thought he was going early to be. Early struggles? No. Hey, no. two AFC no. title games and a butt fumble. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. And that's Mark Sanchez. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Welcome inside the Jason Smith Show. Jason and my best friend, Mike Garman, live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more info, visit geico.com. So the Mets lose to the Yankees again. 
Giancarlo Stanton, it's a home run again. It's like this is the same night it was last night, except it's a day later. It's a it's Groundhog like, Day? It's, it's, it's a don't drive angry. Don't drive angry. That's kind of what today is. Ned Ryerson showing up? I've missed you so much. Do I have to give you a really big feely hug now? Like uh, it'd be good for the people. <laughs> a special thing with tonight's show. We are streaming all three hours of the show tonight. You can get to the link. It's on my Twitter account, at How About a Fresca. David Gascon, who you hear on these wonderful airwaves uh, many times over the course of the week and weekends, is streaming it. Uh, part of his site's going to go on YouTube, right? Is, is that right? You getting me not? Okay, very good. Uh, so you can get Twitter at How About a Fresca. David J. Gascon, also there. Just put out the link. We're going to have three hours. Wait, is this going to be in, like, when, when the mics are off, too? Like yes. you're going to be, oh, oh, a bit. What, what about if the lights go out? Well, we're going to have to, the disco ball drops during Safe Harbor, whoop. right? What? I got my disco call that? going. Oh. Whoop, whoop. I didn't know what that was. I thought you were calling Don't you have for a disco seals. call? No. No, you have a disco call? No. No, your call is like, look heard. at these calves. No, that's look it. Look at these calves. That was more of it's a party time. mating call. <laughs> yeah, that was whoop. the elephant seals when I was in. Up north. No, that, that's, how, that's how I get players to come from Las Vegas up to the Mets to be good. That's probably why they stink. Hey, hey. They have you not know, answered the call. We can't go, can't go to the World Series in the playoffs What's the every call year? to the guy down in single A? <laughs> it's uh, Tebow. Get ready. You're coming up. I'm very, very excited the about it. of the church bell. Is that what God, it is? I mean. God bless you. Come up, Tebow. Help us. Save us all. He got hit in the helmet and then stood and looked at the guy. He did. Said, let's go. He did. Tebow will save all of us. He, I mean, he will save all of us. Should we wish him another happy birthday? Every day should every, be Tim Tebow's day. birthday. Yes. Every day. Not just his birthday. Now he's 30 in a day. 30 in single A. What a great player. How about that? Uh, speaking of great players, before we get to LeBron James, as we said, another night, another home run for Giancarlo Stanton. 0-1 to Stanton, is hit high and deep, left center field, it's on its way, it is six consecutive games, it's 44 on the year for Giancarlo Stanton. Marlins Radio Network on the call, so now make it 11 home runs in his last 12 games, and now 23 in his last 35. Look, we talked about it last night, if he could stay healthy and get out of Miami, he would be the face of baseball. Derek Jeter is coming in. It doesn't matter if you have Stanton or don't have Stanton. People aren't coming to the games. They don't care. You need to figure out a way to get a winning culture in there and soon because Miami is not New York. It's not L.A. You don't have to win with stars. You don't have to have the star power. You obviously have to win games. And with Stanton, they're not doing it. I saw the report today that four teams – were interested in Stanton at the deadline. This despite the fact he's going to make $30 million a year for the next 10 years, starting next year, to the point where one team was actually talking about players involved. How did the Marlins, and I, I mean this because this is how you're going to have to get good again, how did the Marlins not give Stanton away? I mean, really, nobody's coming to the games anyway. It's not like, well, the one guy selling t- No, nobody's coming. Nobody is what, coming. They're going to go from 62% capacity down. Down, down to what? To 58% capacity. Big deal. I mean, you need to be able to have that money to build a winning franchise, and you don't have it. You got a guy, the guy's taking up $30 million a year payroll every year, and he, he's no guarantee to stay healthy more, and he's going to miss 40 some odd games a year because that's what he does. 27 now. How so they in the don't power give prime. him away? They don't give him, he's not been healthy 
It right. is 22 to 27 years. You're going to be healthy from 28 to 33? Hey, we've seen guys do that. Oh, been a lot of people raising their hands trying yeah, to figure well, out exactly how. I know. But. Yeah, well, some people are able to do. Well, here's how you evade detection by staying healthy when you once couldn't get out of injury's way. No, the larger question is, what do you get for him? He cleared waivers. We saw the report. You've got the usual suspects all there, right? It's it's all the names you would have expected: Yankees, Boston, Dodgers, and then Detroit. There's your four teams where it's kind of making sense. <laughs> and you go through the contracts through 2020. It's like the NBA where you have to have salaries match up. Here's what it is, the drain on your economics. Or do, can you go and just say, we're going to raid your farm system? And that's the question these teams have to ask. I don't even – look, as long as you take his contract, just pay him. I had a, I had a friend once. And he he drove a blue probe, which I thought was the coolest car in the world. And this is when I'm like 21, 20. Because you like the name probe. Hey, pro, yeah, probe is. Hey, baby. Hey, it was 20 years ago. Eric Cartman. Want to get in my probe? Yeah. Uh, and he drove a blue probe. Yeah. And it was it was the coolest car. I said I would look awesome driving this car. I mean, it would be Did like you take it. Women would just be piling and going. I got to sit next to the guy driving this car. And I asked him. I said, boy, I said I really like your probe. Blah 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 blah. And he and and. Just what I'm saying to myself, all right, I want to see if he'll sell it or if he's at the point maybe. And he turns to me, he says, you want to take over the payments? It's yours. And I said, I said uh, what? He goes, yeah, I can't afford it. It's too much. It was like, at the time, it was like 400 bucks a month or something. He goes, I can't. You want to take over the payments? We can do it tomorrow. I'll trade cars with you. You give me your, what are you driving? I was driving like a 91 Nissan. This is like 1994. Driving like a 90, 89 Nissan. He goes, I'll just trade cars with you. Take over the payments. Your car's paid for, right? It was just right away. He's like, I can't wait to get rid of this. This is how the Marlins Boy, that's a have guy, to be. That's a guy you could have gotten a lot of information about his life very quickly. Yeah, but he I, was that desperate yeah, I about just, the car I just wanted to know about the probe. You could have been probing into the rest rest of his life. Why are you so desperate to get rid of this car? TJ, let's probe into how interested you are in getting rid of this probe. Can we do that TJ. as a spinoff of this show? What's that? Selling a getting? You no, know, Jason and Mike in <laughs> probe, and we have someone and we just grill them and see what kind of and information see if they say stuff. Yeah, no, but but that really that I never wound up buying it because then when I told my my mom I was going to buy it, she's no no I'll help you get it. Don't buy a car from a friend. Don't no don't no don't. Well I'll help you. So I was like okay. So I wound up. She had some it. opinions about yeah. your friend. I was like okay. No, you don't buy Not a car about from the a car. Friend. It was about the friend. My mom who never drove, never learned how to drive in her life, lived her entire life, never drove. That? Never drove, but knew don't buy a car from a friend. I said, but mom, it's a probe. It's awesome. And he was ready to give it away. This is how you have to, if you're Stanton, you have to be ready to give him away and get out of the $30 million you're paying him because it's not going to end well. And you already see he's not raising the level. You're, you're not winning because of him. You have some good young talent on that team, but you have a lot of holes to fill. And that $30 million a year can go a long way into filling a lot of holes. And when Derek Jeter, you sit down in front of him and he says, I want to bring you in here and you're going to be a part of how we bring winning back to Miami and it's all South Beach. And if Miami can be a great market in football, it can be sure as hell be a great market in baseball. You're going to sit back and listen and go, yeah, Jeets, I'm coming to play for you. Can I come to Jetersburg with you? Can I come to Jetersburg with you? Can't take your phone. Can, can I get it? Can, can I can I get a gift basket? Can I get it? Can I can I can I can I can I can I get a gift basket? Get yeah, DJ. Can I go it? Can I go? Maybe on? instead of get, look, gift basket, you're he gets a probe. You have to. <laughs> well, it was a 1994 probe, so I don't think that's very 
I don't think, is that what it, I don't even, no, come on. The probe sounded sexy, man. Probe was like probe <laughs> it sounded purred like a kid. Oh, it was it was like it was like the cougar in uh Ricky Bobby's car in Talladega Nights. It's just it's just following me. What the me hell is that? With my eyes. <laughs> you ain't first, you're last. It's just look and wherever I go, the cougar goes. It's just following me back and forth, Dad. It's I don't know what to do. I'm a little scared. Yeah, that's what the car sounded like. Now, that's a fresh car. That's not what a Ford Festiva sounds like, Jason. (laughs) Well, I'm Jeff Van Gundy now suddenly. I'm driving a Ford Festiva. I just picture you back in the day with the fro driving one of those. (laughs) You know the car I drove when I had a fro back when I- A Ford Festiva? No. A Dodge Stratus? No, it was a Ford. It was a Ford Granada. See, it here I like, thought who? we'd have Ford Truck it was Man. Like, no, we'd it have was, Toby Keith. Yeah, I'm a Ford Truck Man. Never heard of That's what I drive. It was a 1977 77 Ford Granada, and it was a tank. And my par- my family all loved it because they knew. And my grandfather well, you even were going to be safe. My, my grandfather even said, he said, a plane could land on you and it's not going to break through this car. This is a good car for you. And so I drove that car for like five or six years. And this is this is like in the early 90s. I drove a, I'm driving around a 77 Ford Granada. It felt like a tank. If it ran it really from did. point A to point B. It was like an Adat. Like it was walking through the snow and, and a big sh- the lasers would come up and just and that's how I would drive in the snow. Is there any way to start have a, a blinking light go oh. on saying, hey, nerd alert, when you drop an Adat reference? Did you tell people it was your weekend car? <laughs> hey, plenty of room in that back seat, in that vinyl one bench back seat. There was a lot of room there. And boy, did that car get hot in the summertime. And- that car got There's so no hot. sex. No, and the, the worst <laughs> part about that car. You transition from a lot of back. Yeah. Back yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, it was really hot in that car. Hey, no, maybe it's too hot back here. We have to. Uh, hey, we're okay. going to be safe in this car. No. Nothing bad will befall you. The worst part with that car was, the worst part with that car, as we compare it to the Marlins getting rid of Giancarlo Stanton, is that there was a leak just to the left of the roof, because it was like a, it, it was a, it was a really nice roof. It was you mean like just, a, it was like just a vinyl to the left roof. Of the roof, you yeah, know, no, the, it was the, on the outside. Roof. Like <laughs> I'm sitting, I'm, I'm sitting behind the steering wheel and off the roof to the left, and it would drip down like right onto my pants. How did it make you feel? Uh, wet, because it would just like drip down whenever it rained or something and dripped onto my pants. Now, did I go get it fixed? No. What I did was I brought a towel in the car with me. So when it started <laughs> to rain, I put the towel on my pants, and I'm driving around. And then when I was, chill down for you. You're out with a date. Hey, I got to put on my slicker. Wait, what? I got I got my hip boots. <laughs> and then when I would park the car, I'd have to make sure I leave the towel at that spot so it wouldn't drip on the vinyl, and the vinyl would just get ruined. That's, that's why. Right there. That's why the Marlins have to trade Giancarlo Stanton. That's kind of a big deal. I left three really good one-liners on the ground because we're not in safe harbor. You don't want Stanton turning into a 77 Ford Granada. And as good as he is, as good as he is, that might be the best analogy ever made. In the age of analogies to get your point across, the 77 Granada. That's it. It's better than Doug Baldwin's analogy, which we're going to have come up later on this hour. Yeah, well, that's for sure. But he's not doing you any good. If you can trade it, if you can give him away now for nothing in August, because he cleared waivers. We saw right. that story today, too. He cleared waivers. Yep. Anybody wants him, go, d- d- how about I give you, I'll take it. Oh, I was going to say I'll buy you Starbucks. I'll take it. Take it just to give him away, just to get him out so you can start over well, again. Well, you're barely a 500 team. This is as good as it's going to get in terms of performance, 23 and 35 games. 
ridiculous. Again, he should be walked. We got to see it here in the Geico studios where they gave him a free pass and didn't pitch anywhere near the plate. (laughs) That should be every at-bat from now until the end of September. But you're not winning, and you're playing to 58 62% of a 37,000-seat stadium. He gone. Take him and the statue. It's a package deal. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Today was quite a day for LeBron James. LeBron started off today with a big basketball decision and then closed it with a big social decision. He started today by deciding to fly to New York to go play pickup with Kevin Durant and Carmelo Anthony. And I'd like to read between the lines. I think this was LeBron James saying, hey, Melo, dude, come on, man. Cleveland, you got to come here. You got to come here, man. I'm only going to do one more year. You got to come here, man. Come on, just come for a year. Come for a year. Come on. So he goes to play this high-profile pickup game with Kevin Durant and Carmelo Anthony. And his canter. There is Cantor. Well, right. well, I got to give him some love, how, though. What, what, how people are going to re- – oh, and Ennis, oh, Ennis Cantor was there. Oh, great. Well, if we're going to have a gathering of NBA players, we should say who's there. You could you could say Ennis Cantor. You, you could say jumping knucklehead Billy was there. I mean, nobody – oh, Ennis Cantor. He was the guy getting dunked on. Only, <laughs> only the most diehard of NBA fans know. I oh, do, Ennis Cantor. I do enjoy your jumping knucklehead <laughs> you like that? Billy reference. Uh, so he goes to play a game in New York, plays two hours – with LeBron and KD, and then jets back to Ohio for an appearance at Cedars Point, which is a big amusement park in Ohio, where he does his annual family reunion charitable event, which we're going to get to in a couple of minutes. But the first thing, the basketball, LeBron going to play with Carmelo and KD. Look, from a Knicks standpoint, anything that helps facilitate Carmelo Anthony right. moving on, he's got to get move him on, on get him great. over, get him in, exactly. But Yay. this is where I want you to clip and save this. Clip and save this day, this story, for game number 50 in the NBA when players start saying, oh, you know, they ask us to play too much basketball and we play too many games back-to-back and we got to sit out because we got to be fresh. Well, you saw what they did with the schedule. Nobody, right, they already made compensation. They did a little bit. There's only a couple less back to back. They did. They did. They well, did but trade. in terms of those blocks, right? right. Those four and right. five days. And the four all games in five days. Away. They did that. But you're still going to have players say, "Oh, oh my goodness, I, I, uh, you know, it's too. The, these games don't matter. We need rest going towards the playoffs. It's a long season. Remember LeBron James taking a two-hour flight to New York to play two hours of pickup basketball and then fly back. This is what is not given enough attention. Forget about Summer League. Summer League, you want to get a look at your rookies, and that's exciting. These are rookies that haven't played since March, most likely, and you want to get you don't want them to go from March all the way until training camp without any sort of NBA. So I get that. You have the rookies that come in, the guys present. That's awesome. But all these other leagues and, and Chris Paul doing whatever he can to go play and to play alongside James Harden and, and here's LeBron and Always does it. Goes and plays a lot of basketball in the offseason. You know what? Stop playing bleeping basketball in the offseason. You are in the the dead zone of the offseason now. And I get you want to be relevant. I get you want people talking about you. But you want to know why you're tired? Because you're playing this much basketball. We always get the, oh, I can't play in the NBA. I, I can't play in the Olympics because it's too much basketball. It's just too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's basketball 12 years and uh, 12 months around and I'm exhausted. 
No, because all the stars do this. They figure out a way to go, I got to keep going to play basketball. This is why they're exhausted. Work out, do your normal workout, but don't kill yourself to go play games of, of pickup like this. Don't play in a league in the middle of August and the end of July when you should be, hey, this is the time your body rests. But no, players won't go into that. No, no, we, I got to do that. This is the fun part where I get to play basketball and not get criticized. And this is the best part. We have small gyms and there's all a bunch of hot women around and I can't wait to get with them. Or at least that's how I imagine it. Uh-huh. And, you know, there's all this stuff going on. I get to play for the joy of the game and all this stuff. And oh, it's going to be all, no, it's not the pressures of a game. No, I this can literally. Is see your this brain take the left turn and there are the hot women. That's what I would think of. Hot women kick it all the way down the court side. It's it's kind of a loose atmosphere so I can walk over and talk to them like when I'm taking the ball out going, hey, I'm going to take the ball out right here. How about I take you out after the game? I'll be right back. No, not you. You. Yeah, that's oh, you. That's you. Yeah. The, you know, this that's a good is, line. I get that players want to have that, but you're getting paid a lot of money by a team, and, and it, you, your team means a lot to a lot of people. And it I always gets me when I hear guys say, oh, I'm just so tired because it's a long season. I get it's a long season, but you make it that much longer by playing basketball 12 months out of the year. So when players say, oh, it's, we, it's the rest we need, it's only because it's a convenient excuse for them. Oh, I'm tired. The league games don't mean as much. Yeah, I want to sit out. We've been playing too much. Well, it's an 82 all the other game, games doesn't matter. It's an 82-game preseason. We've discussed that. Show of record in terms of that analysis and and why you saw so many players on star teams start to sit down. And I'm tired. People got mad. You know, LeBron James, the Warriors, the Spurs have been doing it forever. And all of a sudden, this was the year that everybody said, I'm outraged. And they started thinking about I thought you were going to do LeVar Ball going, I'm out. No. This I, is the year everybody started saying, I'm out. No, the jumping knucklehead Billy's kid bought scalp tickets for the 300 level. And I'm supposed to feel bad for him. And and all the family's like you made a choice. You you picked a game, and unfortunately, LeBron chose that one to sit out. So I, I don't get too much in that. But in terms of the off season work, you're still going to put your work in. It's unfortunate that everybody's armed with a video camera because it hasn't been doing this forever. <laughs> and you're still going to get your work on. And this if this is how you hang out with your friends, hey, let's go play some basketball, and then you end up. I think they were at a Jack in the Box at some rest stop a couple of weeks ago. LeBron James and his band of Merrymen. If that's what they do, that's what they do. I, I'm not going to critique him if he's going to take the day off the league if it comes through the CBA, right? NFL players, what do they argue for? We'll give you everything you want. We just want a few less practices and more yeah. days off. But if that's the tack the that is, the NBA the players guys, take to, they all still work hey. out. And, and that's the issue is that right. this is not like sports was in the 80s when players would come to camp regardless of sport they would go to they would go to spring training they would go to NFL training camp they would go there to get to in get shape. in shape sure now it's you know it's it's such a deal you're in shape 12 months out of the year so you are so far ahead of the curve now you need to work out because you absolutely need to do that but do you need to be going crazy and playing basketball when you're gonna say oh I'm sick and tired of playing best no that's stupid. It's just dumb. But yet players do it, and then you're going to see the same excuses going, oh, I don't know. Oh, we got to get rid of Yeah, that this helped us, but there's still too many back-to-backs. There's still too many of this. It's all the excuses made when you can make yourself feel fresher by taking a little bit more time off. You just summer. want them playing Let's video games. You're that guy. Uh, no, I don't, I don't care couch, what you do. Riding a roller coaster. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Now, meanwhile... The half of LeBron James's day was jetting to New York, playing two hours of pickup with Mello and Kevin Durant, and then jetting back to Ohio so he could take 
part in his annual family reunion charity event, which is held at Cedar Point, which is a very big uh, amusement park in Ohio. My wife says glowing things about Cedar Point. In fact, I think every three days she winds up getting into a conversation. So when I went on the Magnum, I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I always get Magnum. The Magnum? That's a loaded conversation. When he was on stage talking about his charity event, before he left, he made a statement about what's going on right now and the aftermath of the tragedy in Charlottesville. Quote, I know there's a lot of tragic things happening in Charlottesville. I want to speak on it right now. I have a platform. I'm somebody that has a voice of command. The only way for us to get better as a society and for us to get better as people is love. And that's the only way we're going to be able to conquer something is one. It's not about the guy that's the so-called president of the United States or whatever the case. It's not about a teacher that you don't feel like cares about you, what's going on with you every day. It's about us. It's about us looking in the mirror. And these are comments that are starting to take off now virally and, and all over the news shows, especially the part about that's the guy, not about the guy that's the so-called president of the United States, referring to Donald Trump, president who made some very eye-opening comments today, to say the least, about the tragedy in Charlottesville. But here's what's going to happen, and this is what always gets me. And and this is this is one thing that I think we can say that when, when you talk about how you should look at situations like this, LeBron's going to get the, you're just an athlete, stick to sports. Right? He's going to get, you're an athlete, you stick to sports. What, what, what are you commenting on this for? I get it all the time onto it. Whenever we do something, we get outside of the box because we like to get outside of the box because conversations are important to have. We have conversations about race, about sexual orientation, uh, about many things here on the show. It's always the stick to sports, stick to sports. And that always bothers me because it, it makes me feel like there's, there's people who think you're not qualified enough to talk about what's going on in the world. I'm like, wait, just because I host a sport, you know, a sports talk show for a living, I'm not qualified to talk about something that affects all of us. I, I think what I'd be talking about is something that we're all going through. You know, if 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 a guy at a bank was doing, would you say you stick to banking? You know, you you stick to stocking the shelves in the supermarket. You stick to fresh produce because the grapes I got at Pathmark the other day were awful. Ah, it's not my fault. The grapes came in. Nobody says that to anybody else. Nobody else gets to stick to the, but we always get stick to sports. You know what? We're pretty enlightened people. If you have a microphone on in front of you, you have that job for a reason. Is because of your ability to think, your ability to think about ways to pre- create things and present them to you for consumption. And whenever I get a stick to sports, I go, I, 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 I don't get that. I, I don't, I, I don't get that part of it. That that's an acceptable thing to say. Oh, you're not qualified to talk about this. No, I think everybody in the world is qualified to have an opinion on whatever's whatever affects you in your life. You're qualified to have an opinion on. It doesn't matter if you host a show. Doesn't matter if you don't. Doesn't matter if you've never even gone near a radio or television set in your life. If if something affects you, have an opinion on it. It's okay if it's not what you do for a living. It's okay to be involved in the world. Is really the the underscore here, whether you're sitting at your lunch table. That was the right answer, by the way, Thanks, apparently. Buddy. Yeah. If you're sitting at, you know, the old water cooler, I don't know how many of the water coolers there are anymore. Does anybody ever sit by the water cooler? I don't know, but it's still a good phrase. No, but nobody ever did because it, would, it harkens back to gentler times. If you said, no, it's not. Hey, well, when, you know, when you're congregating outside, having a smoke a hundred feet from the building. Well, that's what people still do. How about you but know those cooler, people? But they're still having those conversations. No, but water cooler, you just like you're a lazy employee. That guy's always just standing at the water cooler waiting to talk to people. It's like, dude, do some work. 
I would never want to be that guy around the water. Yeah, but you also have those guys that go out and have a smoke every five minutes. Why do they get the, breaks and no, I don't? Because exactly. I don't smoke. That's right. I don't smoke. I don't that get a break. Right. You take oh, more time in the bathroom. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Oh, well, that's okay. If I get an extra five minutes in the bathroom to make up for the fact I don't smoke, then I'm okay But that's with that. the thing. You're trying okay. to find some equity. Maybe you go to the coffee machine an extra time. Maybe you've got... You know, a coffee purveyor. Play an extra game of solitaire. Well, that's just it. A ping pong, whatever the case may be. But the idea is those conversations are happening at workplaces. They're happening happening here. And if we can help foster, you know, some more thought, maybe give you an angle on it you haven't heard, maybe get you to engage it at all. Because you can't put your head in the sand. Okay? I, I understand. Sports talk radio, sports talk, and sports is an, an escape to a degree. But everybody's still part of the same world. We're still part of the same country. Whether folks agree, disagree, wherever you're at on any of the political spectrum and what's been said and what and what's going on, you can't look away from it altogether and pretend it doesn't exist. And if that by us speaking about it, that that's a, a big turnoff and and I'm not qualified, you're not qualified, or you just want to you know put blinders on. It's no way to go through life. You can't avoid it. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon, I, I, I swear to God, I thought you were going to end by saying, fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. <laughs> That's what you were ending it with. I really thought about it. And you uh, said that. I'm like, he's going to say it. But I, uh, but I left drunk it out there. stupid is no way to go through life, son. That was fast. That was fast. Damn. Jason Smith yeah. Show, Jason, Mike Harmon, don't tell anybody to stick to sports. You, no, no one should have to stick to anything. You have an opinion, you tell it, and you tell it proud. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Now, speaking of stick to sports, here's a, here's a conversation that falls right into that topic. Doug Baldwin, the Seahawks today, had a press conference, and he went on to great lengths to explain his feelings behind Colin Kaepernick and kneeling for the National Anthem. As you know, many Seahawks players, Michael Bennett, very uh, front and center with their desire to kneel for the National Anthem to protest bad things going on in the United States, especially after what happened in Charlottesville this past weekend. We talked about it a lot last night that this is going to be a topic for the remainder of the NFL season. Here he is today at his press conference comparing and contrasting kneeling for the National Anthem to fans disrespecting the game in the stands. Inequality in our country, injustice in our country. We're sitting here having a conversation about whether or not it's important that a guy stands for the national anthem or sits when the topic is inequality and injustice. But yet I look in the stands in some of our games, both at home and away, and I see people who are drunk with their hats still on, yelling. How come you guys aren't talking to them? How come there's not a discussion about that? Right? This guy is is taking a, a, a reasonable and peaceful approach to something that I, I mean, I don't know who doesn't think is valiantly important to our society and the health and wellness of our communities. But yet we're not talking about people who are in the stands drunk during the national anthem with their hats still on, yelling at, at players, cussing during the national anthem. We're not talking about that. So to me, this is, I mean, we're, I know you guys are reporters and you got to make a story about something, but I just think this is, we're just taking it too far. Oh, Doug Baldwin. Oh, Doug Baldwin. Number one, whenever you take on the fans, that will never end well for you. It's like walking out by yourself into a horde of zombies, and all you have is maybe the one lone machete or some kind of 
trident. Yeah. A trident. <laughs> nice. Brick, Brick, Brick killed a bunch of zombies with a trident. Your 12th man are the fans. And he says people go crazy about Colin Kaepernick, but they don't about fans who have their hats on and are drunk in the stands. Okay. First thing is he sounds like the guy that gets pulled over for speeding and says to the cop, but these guys are all going faster than me. Well, I pulled you over. Not that that's a bad thing, but you can't say, well, you think what I'm doing is bad. Look at all these other guys in the stands. Because the second part is nobody cares about the fans in the stands. This is a television show that you are the star of. You are and your teammates and the team you're playing against. People care about you and what you have to say. That's why Colin Kaepernick's protest is such a big deal. If people in the stands didn't stand for the national anthem, nobody would care. There wouldn't be stories about how fans are kneeling for the national anthem. It was about the players and this is what's a story. And if it's become too difficult, then you should back away. And because if you want to get involved in something and give your, you got to be okay with people coming back at you and saying, okay, I agree. I disagree. Whenever you put yourself out there creatively thoughts, you got to be okay with people saying you suck. I don't like you. And there's going to be a lot of closed minded people that don't like what is going on. I, I disagree. I disagree. There's going to be a lot of people that agree with what's going on. Whatever you think about it, it doesn't matter. But to sit here and say it's about fans in the stands, it's about wearing your hat or people who are drunk during the national anthem. First of all, if you're drunk before the game, you know, no one's just sipping coffee to, to get undrunk during the national anthem. They're going to continue right. on with that drunk fest all the way through the rest of the game. As long as they can keep it going, of yeah. course. Now, for the last 50-plus minutes here from the Geico Studios, plenty of folks, ha- we're happy to get all your feedback, good, bad, ugly. At How About a Fresca, at Swollen Dome. <laughs> Put opinions out there. We expect some good, some bad, and and somewhere in between. And so, same thing here. Doug Baldwin, he, he raises a point, and that becomes do fans police other fans in the crowd for the same thing? A fine argument, but not part and germane to what he's being asked about here in terms of your TV show and where the focus is. Fans, they, they've got to deal with their family members, maybe someone else in the row behind them. Certainly, I, I've talked to other fans when at sporting events, you know, of, about that in terms of, all right, just put the phone down or take the hat off or, you know, show respect. And I've gotten some things yelled back at me in that, re- <laughs> in that regard. Put that jaunty hat. Take it off. But <laughs> I, I don't usually throw out the jaunty hat. Okay. I'm usually the one wearing it. And but not during during the anthem, but but that's the the choice. But for Doug Baldwin and for the Seahawks, they are now, and, and they've been leaders of thought, and they've got guys between Baldwin, Michael Bennett, two of the most outspoken uh, in terms of this and and other issues in the National Football League. And with that, is going to be is going to get blowback. They they're going to have people that are on the other side, and he's got to expect that. But the media is not going to suddenly turn the cameras into the stands to see what fans are doing during the national anthem. If the pressure is too much for you, then don't do it. But you got to realize you can't just take a stand and expect that I'm not going to be criticized for it. Any anytime, it. anytime you do anything that you're taking a stand on something, there's going to be people that come down, no matter what it is. And and I'm sorry if you're not ready, but don't blame the fans. Say, oh, what about the fans? That, that You just sound like, I, I can't take the pressure. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Outside of the LeBron drama we talked about last hour, him jetting to New York for a pickup game with Carmelo Anthony and Kevin Durant today, he gave a big statement about what's going on in Charlottesville. We spent some time talking about that. The early headline of the day surrounded Kyrie Irving in that the Cavaliers are now proceeding as if LeBron James won't be around after this season. Right? So wait, wait, he might not be around after the season, so they're moving on. Whatever they get back for Kyrie Irving, they want to make sure they are stocking their team for what's going to happen AL after LeBron. And the player, according to all accounts, Brian Windhorst of ESPN reported this, Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN reported this, the guy the Cavaliers want the most is Kristaps Porzingis. Porzingis, Porzingis, is he the Latviander or Latvian Sean? There's other players. That was a late clap. That was a really late clap at the oh, end. It's like we were doing rounds. It was a late clap. You clapped late. That was late. Missed the cue. There are other players they want. Josh Jackson was somebody that they are very interested in. Uh, Jalen Brown, someone they're very interested in if they're going to do Kyrie Irving. But the number one guy in their list is Kristaps Porzingis, who so far, Porzingis is a non-starter for the Knicks. They don't want to trade him. And if the Knicks ever do something like that, they would likely want the Cavaliers to take Joe Kim Noah's $55 million That would seem well. to be a, a, kind of a big deal there. So far, it's a no. But many executives around the league, before they get in too deep with making an offer for Kyrie Irving, they fully believe that it's a soft no for the Knicks, that if push comes to shove, they will figure out a deal, Porzingis being the centerpiece of it, uh, for Kyrie Irving. Now, the Knicks won't have to include a lot because it's go- they, look, you got to make the salaries match. Porzingis doesn't make nearly as much. They will have to take Joe Kim Noah back. Uh, and if you're getting Porzingis, that's about the best player you can expect to get back. Now, you know me, and I, I feel bad that I'm going to say this, and I feel Bad, even worse, and I'm going to say this when there's video of it. I love Porzingis. You know me. I love Porzingis. I mean, he's, it's a man crush unlike any other. I mean, you're wearing the long pants tonight. Otherwise, you'd see the formations of that tattoo. Sure. It was located right under the one that you started constructing of the butt fumble that you discussed last yeah, night. Wouldn't that Got to cool listen to the whole show. If I had Damian Woody on my right butt cheek and Sanchez on my left every time I walked, it would look like Sanchez was bumping into Woody and falling down. Bumping, even my own so, personal gif. be bumping and falling down. Bumping and falling down as I walked. There you go. Gascon, that's your next project. You I, figure out how to digitize that. I love Porzingis. I love Porzingis. He's it. He's going to be Dirk. I love Porzingis. <sighs> I trade him in a second for Kyrie Irving. I trade him in a second for Kyrie Irving. Do you a, realize what you just in said? In a second. Blasphemy. I do it. In a second, I do you're it. You're going to have lightning hit. You're going to blow up this whole I, uh, studio. I, I do it huh? in a second. That just woke up Phil Jackson. <laughs> He's a unicorn. We know what he is. <laughs> Phil Jackson was sleeping next to those Yankee fans having sex on the train. <laughs> Trade Porzingis. I, I like to. He do was that. the guy filming it. What are you what talking doing. about? This wasn't Phil Jackson. Now this is this is different than Phil Jackson saying, "Hey, I'm going to offer him around the league because you know I'm Phil Jackson being stupid." No, this is like, "Hey, Kyrie Irving for Kristaps Porzingis." The Knicks need for many reasons. Now I know already. I can see Twitter is like blah, 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 blah. number one. The Knicks need a fresh start, and they need to jumpstart the franchise and get people excited. Another year of Porzingis blossoming, 
Is that as exciting as getting Kyrie Irving? It's not. Who's going to affect the game more? No, that's shit. Christoph Porzingis or the guy with the the ball. ball. And it's Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie Irving is an alpha male point guard, but not enough where he's not a Chris Paul where I got to have the ball all the time. He's not someone that a Russell Westbrook where I'm going to snatch rebounds out of your hands. I'm going to do this. He's someone that knows I get my points but I also have to defer at times. He won a title with LeBron James and got the three finals, knowing this is how it works sometimes. I got to set my other players up. Kyrie Irving is maybe the best finisher in the NBA around the rim. And for a team that struggles scoring points, this is what you want. He is a mid-20s point guard that has eight years of prime top three overall point guard play in him. I trade him in a second for Kristaps Porzingis. In a second. I say, listen, Porzingis and, and Noah's salary, we'll do it right now. Well, you want a first-round pick? We'll give you a first-round pick. You want a first? Yeah, we'll t- take it. You think we're going to suck next year? We'll give you a first-round pick. Unprotected. An unprotected first-round pick because with Kyrie Irving, they'll win a bunch of games and they won't be in the front end of the lottery. You want a first? Will that do it? First-round pick, take Joe Kim Noah's salary, and take Porzingis, and we're starting over again. Right now, and Cleveland says, yes, we're doing it. We're here. We're done. I've remade the Knicks. I've made the Knicks matter. I've solved the difficult situation, and I have LeBron playing with Porzingis that's now an interesting athletic guy that can do a lot of different things. Now, you can move Kevin Love, and you can get a part you need now and and, and you know whip that around if you want to get a point guard. You can take a move and say, okay, Kevin Love, we're going to turn him into Goran Dragic or somebody like that, whoever you want, and suddenly now you're a Cavaliers team that has reshuffled some deck chairs, and maybe you're better. I mean, maybe you're not. But maybe Porzingis fits in really well. Maybe whatever point guard you bring, whether it's Dragic or somebody else, maybe they fit in better with your offense than Kyrie Irving does. You don't know. I doubt it, but you've done something different, and everybody is happy. The Knicks are happy. The Cavaliers are happy. LeBron is happy. Kyrie's happy. I've solved the biggest issue of the NBA. And then, well, the Knicks will still have to figure out a way to trade Carmelo. But I've solved the biggest issue of the NBA, Kyrie Irving and where he goes. Uh, Kyrie Irving averaged the sixth most shot attempts per game. A year ago, so he he does go to your shoot first mentality, but that's fine because it's because the guy he, with the ball in his hand, and he's only twenty five, right? But it's also he had. To, I mean, look, you know who had the most shots on the team? It wasn't Kyrie Irving, so it was it was LeBron James, and that's he it, actually that's what no. I mean. Kyrie had him by one point four. He had more shots more than LeBron shots per game per game, even in the playoffs. I didn't go to the playoffs. so did Jr. Oh, wow, going well. No, well, I mean, Smith, that was isolated. J.R. Smith's got them all. Sometimes he, he really had more off. shots Who? a game yeah. than LeBron last 19. year? 19.7 wow, than LeBron's that's 18.2. amazing. Huh? Wow. Okay. There you go. I added value. But, right, the, but the idea being, he still has the, the ball in his hands, and that's something Porzingis, no matter how much of a unicorn he is, that's not his role. Cavs have already added Derrick Rose for his 45 games or 50 games that he'll play, so you need to partner him with somebody. But when you look at Kyrie Irving's contract, not prohibitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, Porzingis still working on the cheaper deal, so you've got to make Porzingis and Joe Kim Noah. Come on, man. Come on. You got to clear. I just you did. You got to clear a physical first, don't you? I just did. It doesn't matter. I don't no, think no, he's no. clearing a physical. You know, you know what? He's I, at least got to come in and, and go through the pace. The Cavaliers say, we'll do it if Joe Kim Noah can make one free throw. One out of one. We're going to put him at the free throw line right now. If he makes it, we'll take him. If he misses, forget it. <laughs> That's interesting. I like that. Or we'll take it if he just hits the rim. 
Just hit the rim on the free throw, Joe Kim. This is what we've come to in trades. Not only do the salaries have to match, we have the physical challenge, too. Nope, we'll take them. Just hit the rim on the free throw. Forget about the salaries matching. You know what? We'll take the physical challenge. I like the way you think. You're changing the rules of trades in the NBA. 877-99 on Fox Twitter, at HowAboutAFresca. That's Twitter, at HowAboutAFresca. I mean it. I I feel dirty. I love Porzingis. I love him. I love him. I love him. In a second. I trade him for Kyrie Irving. In a second, I do it. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 